so hard in adulthood to make those friends that you can reach that depth with at such a quick rate and you know when we originally started this podcast it was such a like we were just talking about this right it was a hell yes for both of us I didn't have (laughs) to think about it for a second after you were like you I was know, so the nervous. The story like, is Jen's like, I'm going to start a podcast. And I was like, oh my God, are you going to do it by yourself? Who's your co-host going to be? And she was like, you. And I was like, yes. You're listening to Rebel Heart Radio, hosted by nutritional therapist, Cassie Knabel and professional esthetician and makeup artist, Genevieve Blair. A lifestyle podcast about clean living, making money and badass people that inspire us endlessly. We created this podcast to walk through the tough moments of life with you, inspire you to live more intentionally, and frankly, because we like to talk. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure to catch our weekly episode and subscribe to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you have iTunes, we would be forever grateful for your review on our podcast. Let's get to our latest episode. The materials and content within this podcast are for general information and educational purposes only and are not to be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast this week. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Jen and I are coming at you amid lots of inclement weather. I have Mm. a hot spot going for recording right now, so hopefully it's going to keep working for us. Yeah, and hopefully the internet comes back on sooner than later. Uh-huh. We've been without internet for about four or five days. So, so that's, it's making work difficult, but we are, we're just, we're making we it here. happen. We're making it happen. How are you, my dear? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I'm not. I'm, I'm happy. I'm sad. I'm tired and I don't want to be in <laughs> all the feels. Oh, my kids are home from school today. Today was supposed to be my fifth graders first day back to school. And due to inclement weather, like honestly, he was so sad. He was supposed to have orientation last Thursday. That obviously didn't work out. And um, yeah, and they had Friday off from school and Monday off from school already. And then, you know, today's a Tuesday. They don't have school today. So I was like, okay. All right. I woke up and I was like, we're cleaning the house. Like, I was straight into like, if y'all were at school, I'd be doing this. So you get to do it with me. There and they were go. like, no. <laughs> but um, it was it's been an interesting week. I about a week ago, a little over a week ago, I had a kind of cardiac event and I'm having these m- all these conflicting feelings because, and I've been here before where I have felt frustrated with my body, but it was a long time ago. Mm. It was like 10 years ago, nine or 10 years ago. Yeah. See, Paxson's 11. Yeah. Nine or 10 years ago where I was just felt totally betrayed by my body. Like there was nothing I could do to make my body feel better. And, and I was like, I'm too young for this. And, oh man, I'm just having all those feelings again. And, um, you know, my biliary stuff is going well. I'm still on a somewhat restrictive diet. I was, I, I added butter in like once a week, twice a week with no like craziness going on. And so I'm choosing to allow myself some room to have butter in my mashed sweet potatoes. 
<laughs> so I'm like, I'm getting, I'm putting some room back in my diet and, um, but I'm still pretty, pretty restrictive and it still feels good to be as such. And I'm having fun exploring some of those restrictions, but, um, my body's still telling me something mm. and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's rude. It's rude. Well, so, and let's clear up too. Like Jen said, she had a cardiac event. She did not, did have, not a heart have a heart attack. <laughs> I know. I basically like, had a mysterious like. I know. I know. I shouldn't have said it that way. But basically, in the middle of the night, my kiddo had a bloody nose at like twelve thirty. It was like I was deep in REM at that point because I'd been asleep for a few hours and I was just super discombobulated when he woke me up. And it it was one of those. I got lightheaded. And it wasn't around the blood, you guys. I've never had an issue with blood. That's not that's not a problem. And I got lightheaded, didn't go away, um, got nauseous, laid my head on the counter in the bathroom and was like, oh boy. And um, realized I got some relief when I laid my head down. And then I sat back up and realized I need to go lay down. Trying to get to the bathroom, from the bathroom to my bed, um, almost passed out a couple times and started to get labored breathing and the cold sweats and in it I had almost immediate relief within seconds of laying down um but just to, enough to squeak out to my husband like <laughs> do you ever have those moments where you're just like something's really wrong and you can't articulate it and you're just like something's really wrong that was all I could articulate and so he sat there and watched me and I guess he took my temperature and like I haven't had it since, but I've been having heart arrhythmia issues for a couple years now. COVID really screwed up my ability to get any sort of answers from that. And it kind of took a massive backseat. Um, essentially, I just couldn't do anything about it for the last year. It took a real backseat. Let's put it that way, because it was some pretty intense heart arrhythmia. But I also was like, um, everybody was closed. My, my cardiology appointment got canceled. Like... <laughs> Anyway, and so um, it took a real backseat and I should have known then that my body was telling me something and I did know, but I just didn't know what to do about it in the COVID circumstances and, um, you know, tried to de-stress and do all the things and we know how 2020 went. So uh, anyway, and it just that was a moment where I was like, you know what? OK, I I'm I don't want to be that person. Um, because I've had ancestors who have been that person where they've ignored their body and um, had early deaths because of it. Because they just completely ignored some pretty obvious signs that there's something really wrong. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. I am not going to do it. Can't make me. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> so I went to the doctor last week, got a referral, got into the cardiologist. And in true fashion, I've had all the emotions since then and all the inclement weather since then. <laughs> barely made it to the cardiologist yesterday after my sweet husband drove me through some sketchy road situations and anyway so I'm gonna be going through the preliminary just casual tests like ultrasounds and wearing a heart monitor and just checking it out and like um I have some really wonderful referrals from friends who are sending me in the right direction but I'm just in this weird place of like choosing to be okay with not knowing and choosing to be okay with like the road ahead and I've been here before with my kiddos and I think sometimes when you know too much that's not always a good thing <laughs> like it's kind of where I'm at right now where I just I I know I know what kind of 
longevity and energy it's going to take to pursue knowledge for myself here. And I'm just like, I feel like I'm already at the end of another marathon and I'm having to pick up a triathlon now. And I'm just like, okay. So I'm I'm in this weird place of just accepting, trying to get to a place of acceptance of like, this is where I am and it's okay. And, um, I'm not going to die, but I would rather have a great quality of life while I'm living. And so that's what I'm choosing. And that's just not an easy place to be when there's just no answers. (laughs) So that's where I'm at. Hmm. It's a lot. It is. It's a lot. Like I really, I thought about this as we went into um, recording today of like, do I share this? I couldn't, I couldn't share the stuff that I was going through earlier when I like from August to like December when I was trying to, when I realized I was depressed and I was having all those digestive issues like I couldn't share in real time because I just I was so frustrated and I was so angry and I'm a little frustrated now but I'm not angry anymore <laughs> I'm annoyed and frustrated <laughs> but there's it's okay like, to be angry <laughs> right I know I guess I am a little angry but I'm not so angry that I can't talk about it and I'm Anyway, and I think that there's a lot of power in being able to speak um, vulnerably about this place of not knowing and because we've all been there for various things, you know, a waiting place, a place of, you know, being told to be patient because you can't get the answers right away, whether it's where you want to go with life or, you know, how to help your kids or what career to take or what person to date or like, you know, there's just so that's what life is. Life is full of hurry up and wait, you know, it's answers and not answers and recognizing the answers when they come and being in that still place to recognize the answers when they come. Mm -hmm. And because I miss answers when I'm in a place of busy in a place of doing in a place of like, I got this, I got this. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Like, and I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that to myself. And I want to walk through that a little more carefully than I may have done in the past. And I guess that's just been a place of growing for me, you know? So I'm, I'm frustrated and angry, but not nearly as frustrated and angry as I was last fall. Mm. <laughs> so I'm like, anyway, but it just, it, 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 it also makes me feel connected to you guys as listeners because um, nothing makes my heart more happy than to hear somebody learn something about themselves through something I'm going through. Mm. Um, That's why so, we share it. Yeah, it's exactly. Which is part of the reason why I'm like, why wouldn't I share it? That's why I'm here. It's why I want a podcast, you know? So mm. don't have a lot of answers, but I'm alive, <laughs> guys. It's cool. Peace. it's definitely I mean it's hard to it's hard to navigate health issues when everything feels a little mysterious and then also connected in a lot of ways but then disconnected and then yeah having to trying to to find the people to help you is another Mm -hmm. whole nother story and having to navigate all of this during a pandemic too does not make it um, I know any easier and advocating for yourself is already hard mm-hmm. in that process. I mean, you, you know, based on your experience, you've already experienced a little bit of, um, 
you know, just like that feeling of being written off by a doctor and it being explained into being emotional and like that sexism bullshit. Oh even if even Can if, I share something? Even if they were like nice about it, it still happened. Okay. I have to share this with you and I'm going to share it to you live because this is too funny. So saw a cardiologist yesterday, right? He's, um, this gentleman has had his, um, MD degree since 1988. Okay. And so he's been doing it a long time and he specializes in like general cardiology and he was the only doctor in the office yesterday because everybody else called in understandably the weather was nasty but it was thawing so I was like I'm gonna go in we sit down and he spent maybe a grand total of five minutes with me I expected that but he starts asking me questions and asks me about you know have I ever explored explored thyroid issues and I said yes and I was like I've been tested um, I've done blood testing about three times over the last 10 years and they've all come back normal and his response was just like well if that came back normal then then we don't need to pursue that anymore and I was like oh I can see where this is going and then he asked me about arrhythmia that I've been going through and I said he's like how long and I was like two years and he starts asking me questions of like can you um, explain more about it to me and he left it really open-ended so me being me I just you know told him everything that I noticed about it and I tend to have pretty heavy arrhythmia in the last half of my cycle and he like visibly got uncomfortable oh my God. <laughs> like, he like visibly like shifted in his chair and like didn't say anything but I was just like bro I know you see women like you can't tell me like what what I I almost paused mid-sentence You're I was like fucking doctor <laughs> like I just about I almost laughed I almost laughed Cassie in the room by myself with him and he's sitting so far away from me because, you know, COVID. He's like so far away. I'm in this sterile room and we'd never met. And like, <laughs> he just gets so uncomfortable because I mentioned that my arrhythmia gets heavier with my cycle. I didn't even say like, oh, when I have heavy periods, it's worse. Like, but I wanted to. But I was like, tell he was like, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to see him again. Okay. Yep. You're not like, the one for me. Uh, <laughs> I immediately was like. Well, okay. and I mean, if you guys have had this kind of experience, I really recommend going back and listening to the episode we did with Laurel about yes. how to advocate for yourself. Dr. Laurel Prue, I should say her fancy. And do not fancy censor yourself. Yeah. Do not censor yourself because you have to. If I, yeah. if I wouldn't have said that to him, I never would have known like, oh, we're not for each other. Yeah. Here's the energy I'm seeing in this space. No, thank you. Yes. And I was just like, hmm. OK, so. That is a thing. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but based, especially the episodes that we just did, we know how deeply hormones affect our full system in the way of like, and um, I'm sorry, but if I've noticed that my arrhythmia is gone, almost gone the first day of my period, but the two weeks before that, it's really heavy, that should, I, I'm going to tell you about, I'm going to tell the cardiologist about that. I was just, I just could <laughs> I laughed and laughed and laughed when I got to the car when I told my husband about it. And he was just like, oh, we have this phrase when when somebody's like overwhelmed or they kind of retreat to kind of like this place of uncomfortableness. And we go, oh, we lamb. <laughs> and he was like, oh, we lamb. And this guy was probably pushing 70. Anyway, <laughs> the whole thing was so funny. I was just like, oh, OK. And, and then I realized, oh, my gosh. Old me? 10 years ago, me 
wouldn't have even brought it up. Wouldn't even because I wouldn't have noticed the connection of like my hormones and da da da. I wouldn't have even, it wouldn't have even noticed it. And I, I'm just so proud of myself that I'm like making progress here. I remember about two years ago, um, I was having a conversation with my chiropractor over my body and, um, I had, was having a lot of pain in certain places and I was like, I did start my period yesterday and I paused and I was like, sorry, TMI. And he goes, never, never, there is no body process with any, anyone's body that is TMI to a doctor. And I went, okay, we're, we're going to get along just fine. Like, I mean, I knew immediately that I was going to be able to speak fully with that chiropractic doctor. And I was like, ah, okay, all right, cool. We're doing fine. We're, we're good. We're, I'm going to stick here. Thank you very much. (laughs) Um, but having such an opposite and I was like, it's been so long since I've had that kind of realization. Like I've been living in this world, this little bubble because I've been having these people in my life that will, that understand the lot of the same things I do. And so to go to a doctor that's completely new to me and have him get so uncomfortable, I was like, oh, oh, this still happens. Okay. Okay. Oh my goodness. Anyway. So, I mean, there are some funny, joyful moments amongst all of the craziness, guys. It's just got to recognize it for what it is. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you can laugh and consider it funny, but it's also pretty much bullshit that you had to go to into a doc's office, got no answers, got no insight, experienced sexism, and someone who couldn't handle you explaining. A very normal part of your body's processes that you, in fact, understand as a non-medical professional. And then, you know, you get pumped out the door. And, you know, I will say this, like, this is not a doctor problem. This is a medical system problem. 100% agree. 100% agree with you. we have to believe that, like, all docs out there, no matter how they operate in their businesses, because guess what? Medical offices are businesses. 100% in their practice Mm -hmm. um no matter what like they all go into it thinking I want to do good like I want to help people no one goes through fucking I don't know oh my god eight to ten years of school because they don't want to help people you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and so that heart for help is there but the system doesn't support self-knowledge and the system doesn't support advocacy like you Mm -hmm. have like the fact that you you have to advocate to get answers um Mm -hmm. is just frustrating to me and it makes me opt out probably when I shouldn't (laughs) you know what I mean oh 100 percent why do you think it took me so long yeah that's why it took me so long to like I mean it took me a solid year to even accept that I needed to get a referral before COVID you know it took me a solid year of being like you know, I, this is really mild. It's fine. And then, and then like realizing, oh yeah, I probably should get this looked at. I mean, cause I just, as soon as you venture into the, the specialist realm is when the ego starts, at least this has been my experience. Mm-hmm. And this is hopefully something that changes, you know, as the, as we get older and new generations come in of practitioners, um, or maybe the practitioners that are there learn and grow, but, um, as soon as you get to the specialist, the egos just flare big time and the peacocking, my gosh, <laughs> it's like, anyway, so I'm very grateful for the providers I have found, but it's like treasure hunting. Mm. You have to dig, you have to keep looking and you have to look at this piece of treasure and go, 
is is this what I think it is? And if it's not, you have to put it down and keep looking. And that's exhausting. Mm-hmm. Like, that and, is and exhausting. chances are, if you're seeking help, you're probably already exhausted physically. <laughs> exactly. That's, yes, thank yeah. you. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's part of the reason why I had my husband drive me yesterday as I was just like, I, I just, I'm, and this is also a learning point for me is realizing I, I cannot do what I did with my children to myself. Like, I can't. As I was going through their health journey, I was like white knuckling. Everything's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Like so hard that it became like a traumatizing experience for Mm -hmm. me. And being in doctor's offices and the smell and the facilities and the just general attitude altogether is so triggering to me now. And I didn't Mm -hmm. realize it until I got in the facility yesterday. And I was like, I don't want to be here. I do not want to be here. Um. But a lot of it's because things were actually kind of serious with one of my kiddos. And um, I'm I don't know what I'm going to do I when I go in for my ultrasound. The last time I went in for an ultrasound was when my kiddo um, needed one at three months old and he had to go in for surgery 12 hours later. And so um, you bet your bippy I'm packing an overnight bag, <laughs> packing it over my bag. I'm like going to prepare myself mentally for any possibility and just hope for the best. And but because it blindsided me last time. Mm. And so I'm like, I'm just reopening once again, another traumatizing wound that I haven't fully dealt with. <laughs> like, And I feel like that's been the theme for the last year and a half. And I'm like, all right, universe, God, whatever you believe in, I, I see you. I, I, I can, I can, I'm being asked to look at things that I didn't want to look at or I thought was something I wasn't going to have to deal with. And like, I'm. I see it and I'm trying not to repeat behavior mm-hmm. that I did last time. And so it's really hard for me because now it's me that needs the care, which yeah. is even harder for me. And so I had to tell my husband, I'm like, you need to take half the day off of work tomorrow, <laughs> the day before my appointment. Because <laughs> I was like, I can't drive in this weather. I'm like, I'm going to show up to this cardiology appointment with like extremely high blood pressure just from trying to get out of the freaking driveway. <laughs> I was like... And so I'm having to advocate for myself with my family. I'm advocating with myself with my doctor. I'm advocating for myself um friends and like trying to, you know, and it's, it's a lot for me. And I'm choosing to look at it like it feels like a lot because it's, it, this is a new experience for me advocating for myself this way instead of like withdrawing and hiding and not like talking about things openly. And like, so I'm just, ugh. It's it feels good to talk about it, though, and it feels good to be open um, instead of pretending like everything's fine. And because it's not that everything's falling apart. It's just we're in an exploratory stage. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah, that's where we are. It's not an easy stage to be in by any means. And it's very validating to hear somebody say that because it's not easy for me. And I feel like it can be. um, I can get lost in those feelings Hmm. pretty easily and I don't want to get lost and stuck there so I'm like just being validated I think levels me a little bit so well I got you yeah I appreciate you I'll validate you when you need it and I'll call you out when you need it (laughs) which is exactly the kind of person I hashtag Enneagram (laughs) 8 yeah (laughs) hashtag the challenger (laughs) I like protector better but thank you Mm. 
protective well, what's the uh, um what's your your, your enneagram coach says you're the protective challenger and i'm like that is, sounds better to me i like that better <laughs> sounds well, less intimidating yeah because i Does actually it? really I like i was like i like the challenger because i really appreciate people i don't view the challenger as somebody that's um uh choosing to like stir up issues the challenger i view as somebody who's like yeah a protector a warrior um a destroyer of the things that need to be destroyed like yes. i'm like hell yes you know like, he's like yes. let's destroy all the things that need to destroy be destroyed. all the things yes ma'am mm. and i am like the enneagram two that i am i'm like i'm like hype girl central i'm like <laughs> give it to me like <laughs> we're a good team you and me babe oh my goodness speaking of like how how are you how about I'm, you i'm doing okay i had so many things on my docket to work on for the last week and <laughs> we've been without power and internet mostly so it's been really mm-hmm. hard for me because and I've had a few conversations with Josh lately where he's like well who's setting this deadline and I'm like me because if I don't then it won't ever happen <laughs> mm-hmm. I really I mean I don't know I if anybody else out there, you know, likes the Gretchen Rubin framework when it comes to dealing with expectations, but I am an obliger and, mm-hmm, um, me too. I, I, it feels like that might be relatively rare for someone who's an Enneagram eight. And this is where like, I think the mashup of human design, the Enneagram, um, uh, the Gretchen Rubin yeah what's her framework called the four the four, four tendencies, tendencies. Mm-hmm. and then also looking into you know like even you know Myers-Briggs or whatever like I think love language love languages yeah. yes and mm-hmm. the mashup of those things is really fascinating to me because I think yeah. there's validity in each avenue and totally. now the Enneagram has been the most helpful for me personally mm-hmm. but the understanding that the four tendencies gave to me which happened before the Enneagram for me was you know like I'm a relatively high achieving person but I'm also an obliger which means I respond well to other people's expectations but not my own so I have to turn everything I want to get done into an expectation for someone else so for someone like me having a business coach is really important. And there are times where Shay, Mm -hmm. my business coach, she's just like, so all you need is accountability right now. And I'm like, yes, that's all. That's what I need right now. I need accountability. She's Um, like, that's totally fine. You can pay me for that. I will accountability (laughs) you all over the place. Well, and I mean, she's so much more than that. So much more. But every once in a while, we'll have a weekly meeting where I'm like, I just need you to check in on me on Friday and be like, did you fucking do this shit? (laughs) (laughs) Did you get it done? Um, or what's your plan if you didn't? Yeah. And I had such a beautiful like content plan and rollout and I only got about like a quarter of it done just because, you know, it was, I'm operating in that kind of last minute space. And so I just had to kind of accept it and like sit back and be like, okay, all right, we're just going to slow down. We're going to do a puzzle with the kid. Yeah. You have to, I felt really, (laughs) yeah. And, and being honest, like I'm not over here acting like I was able to just fully embrace and just be present I was split the whole time I was like yeah crap I need to get stuff done and like then the power would go back on I'd be like okay we're gonna get all of it done and the problem is when the power's (laughs) out you're also not getting other things done like dishes and laundry and da 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 so like the work Mm -hmm. is piling up and the domestic shit is piling up and everything is piling up Mm -hmm. yeah 
so anyways um second all pause (laughs) little man is having a little overnight at grandma's tonight and i am gonna get caught up as best i can Oh and, my gosh. you know, I just had to so move good. a lot of things from the content plan last week to this week. And it's okay. It is yep. going to be fine. Because guess what? Who's my boss? You. It's me. <laughs> it me. And I'm saying this out loud because I need to hear it and realize yes. it as well. Yep. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've got I've got a ton of stuff going for the blog. I'm really excited. Um, I'm really going to spend a lot of this, the rest of Q1 focusing on getting built out like my favorite cakes on the blog all gluten-free mm. there's a lemon oh cake coming soon i have like I'm my so favorite excited. raspberry marble cake i know I've i'm gonna have waiting. to drive some cake over to your house i know it's like i've been waiting you're like, like hello <laughs> hello cake um and the the lemon one is essentially like a citrus cake that you can do with any citrus not just lemon so like you could transform that into something with tangerine or grapefruit or whatever i mean you might have to adjust the sugar a little bit if you're throwing like pomelo maybe i'm really into pomelos i don't know yeah i mean i just love i mean i love citrus so much um but yeah it's i'm excited to start building out and that's really my plan for this year is to build out a lot of the core of the blog and have those real staple recipes that we have made in our home that i Mm. made in restaurants for years and and do that so i think the hard part for me last week was i was so excited to really get the ball rolling because i'm in the process of like freeing my schedule up in a lot of different ways right now and mm-hmm. to have that just be like, oh, remember that progress you're going to make? Here's some natural disaster. Here you go. Oh, my God. And I'm, I Again. say natural disaster. It was just, it, you guys, it was not that big of a deal. It was just a snow and ice storm. A lot of people are without power lingered. right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like wet and sloshy. It was really hard to get around. Our hill was like straight ice. We couldn't make it up or down. So mm-hmm. we had to cancel just had to cancel stuff and canceling stuff is just trauma in and of itself right now because everything is just canceled (laughs) yeah no kidding so when you actually have something to do you're just like oh so yeah that's i mean that's pretty much where i'm at so it was uh i'm so glad you're putting the cake stuff out there like still because i'm glad that you're not like oh it's past valentine's day because i'm like um i will eat cake anytime and let's be real like valentine's oh, the cake just... wasn't for valentine's day it's just for oh, whatever good. yeah the valentine's good, day I'm like... you know it's really interesting like leaning into watching what people are doing in the blog like food blogging space and understanding like valentine's day is actually very big for individual desserts so creme mm-hmm. brulee pots to creme pudding um individual like lava cakes like people want like individual things it's really interesting to watch it is interesting um rather than something they're like cutting into and they just go true the seo on those things go crazy during valentine's day so if you're a food blogger think about that that next year there you go yeah (laughs) there you go and last week was valentine i mean sunday was valentine's day when we're recording this it'll come out in a few weeks early march but still we're totally doing a redo in our house because totally got missed in our house <laughs> oh a redo for valentine's day yeah totally yeah. got just jacked up pretty bad yeah. i bought cards and like Aww. a couple pieces of candy really for each person but there was no grand gestures of any kind because we were like four days five days deep into not going to the grocery store and like 
like yeah our house was a disaster and like anyway and i just looked at him and i was like can we just redo another day and he's just yes 100 <laughs> percent. my problem was i had too much food from the mm. store and thawed because i had so many plans for the blog so i was power. staring in the face of a full fridge that was <laughs> that was losing but luckily it was 25 degrees outside so we just you know like packed snow and froze things essentially smart. so and you know the oh f- super smart yeah and it came good. it came in and out but still all of that to say it was definitely it was a special special thing and i i mean i said this outwardly publicly like we're not really valentine's day people i'm not against it it's fine i just spent so many years in restaurants that mm, like mm-hmm. serving people a prefix menu that's like five courses and it's mm-hmm. it feels like a production always and i don't think i'll ever be like stress-free or comfortable sitting in a restaurant eating on a valentine's day service because i would just be looking around and being like oh i probably should go help that person <laughs> <laughs> or you know exactly what they're thinking and feeling and you're like yes oh, yeah <laughs> and i know a lot of restaurants just serve their kind of normal fare on valentine's day and that's great but a lot of them switch to this like prefix menu and it's multiple courses which every restaurant i've ever worked at has done that and Mm -hmm. and then also i'm just not like a sappy lovey-dovey like i want you to bring me flowers when i don't expect it at all like that would be great Mm -hmm. please don't bring Mm -hmm. me something when i do because that feels weird you know doesn't feel yeah and having that expectation on my partner feels forced to like not his interpretation but my interpretation is that kind of pigeonholes and it's so funny he's always like i'm sorry i didn't get you anything i'm like i expressively told you not to get me something and i'm one of those people who says it and means it like i actually (laughs) mean it it is true (laughs) must listen when an enneagram eight says something about themselves believe them we have some big podcast news to share with you guys we're 33 minutes in and we're chatting (laughs) we're still chatting right um, this is going to be our last episode of the podcast. Let it sink in for a second. <laughs> Just let it sink in. Oh, I think I'm nervous laughing. I'm scared. <laughs> I Well, I think you and I both have had this frustrating, like, we've wrestled with ourselves over this. And I think we energetically, like, knew that this day would come someday. Mm-hmm. But we love it so much, and I love podcasting. I love the audience that we've built. I just, I'm so honored and so humbled by the regular listeners we have. And I mean, it just, I think about what a room would look like with that many people in it listening to us every week, and I'm just Mm. like, (laughs) <laughs> like it I makes love me it kind when, of giggly nervous I love it when you say that I think it's really hard sometimes to feel like you're making an impact when you mm-hmm. are talking to several hundred people via a podcast because the expectations are you could be talking to thousands or even millions yeah. of people it could always be more yeah right exactly and you know we do have thousands of listeners but there's still you know picturing picturing all of those people in one room is such a beautiful it's a beautiful sentiment and that makes me want to (laughs) cry so trust me i know let's backtrack a little bit um obviously i'm just like a blurter over here and all of a sudden i'm like (laughs) because we're both like how do we start how do we say this like yeah so the we came to this decision 
definitely not lightly and the funny part mm-hmm. we were just laughing about this is a few weeks ago we're like we're not going anywhere don't worry about it the podcast is changing a little bit but I'm over here, here rolling go. my eyes at myself uh-huh and me too but I think I mean that's almost that piece of maybe denial too totally because we felt like we had to say that in that moment which probably meant we knew it was coming to an end subconsciously well because um, we 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 had we broached this conversation yes. months ago when we were both vehemently in our own way rejecting the idea of it yeah being done yeah we were both just like n- n- no like i mean you know but we <laughs> it's it's undeniable when you get to this place we always want to like walk the walk you know that mm-hmm. we talk <laughs> and we've been talking so much about um energy and like energy that we're putting out and which makes sense and you guys have watched me go through 2020 and it's like it's not been easy for me and I had to have that moment with myself as like should I keep doing this is this Mm -hmm. is does this make sense for me even though I love it and guys in my last 15 years of um working and choosing to do certain things I've been in this place before where I've been like do I do I I love this so much I coached all-star cheerleading I loved it so much I was like oh I did it for seven years I loved it so so much um but it was no longer really I had to kind of choose between growing and like um becoming a mother and I was already a mom when I quit but and I had to kind of choose to walk away from it when it was still good when it was at its best and had the same thing happen to me with hula when i was doing hula dancing professionally i loved it so much and um it never goes well when you love something so much that you squeeze it to death (laughs) you know it just doesn't go well i always think of mice and men (laughs) all i can think of is chris farley the little rabbit yeah. Oh, <laughs> like I think it was Chris Farley with the like the hamster. <laughs> I think that's a nod to of mice and men. I do. Yeah, I think it is actually. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I think it just makes a lot of sense for us to bring you guys back to, you know, why we started, uh, why we started this in the first place. Mm-hmm. We we came into this with so much like excitement, and we didn't know each other super well. But we really liked each other when we started, you know. <laughs> we became, I mean, so close through doing this podcast together. Which is, I think, why I didn't want to let it go. Well, and that's been one of the really clear things through and through. Many of our reviews say it sounds like you're kind of the fly on, a wall, on the wall mm-hmm. for a conversation between two, like, knowledgeable <laughs> best friends essentially yes I'll take that um (laughs) yeah and just to like backtrack a little bit you know we were we were sitting down to plan like our next batch of content for the podcast and and both of us were kind of drawing a blank which is a pretty rare occurrence for us Mm -hmm. usually we're pouring out with ideas and one of us or both of us (laughs) yes and even when we look at our content list you know the things that we had kind of dreamed up in the past that we haven't quite accomplished yet both of us looked at that not feeling super aligned with anything that we had written down which is really bizarre 
you know, I'm in this space of really kind of reevaluating my time, like I was just mentioning, and decreasing my outward commitment so that I can really focus in on my big goals. And one of the mm-hmm. things that's really helped me in working with Shay Keats, who's been on the podcast a few times, you guys should definitely check out those episodes. Um, she's my business strategist. And, you know, we always kind of go back to this idea of like, what are your short, midterm and long-term goals? And if the thing you're doing isn't serving the long-term goal or the midterm goal, even in the short term, like that's not something we should be spending our time on. And Mm -hmm. that was my Mm -hmm. moment when Jen and I kind of had that blank moment. I was like, okay, there's an opportunity to ask this question again because I think the answer might be different. And I don't, I just blurted it out. And I was like, and I not- did not expect her to do that. <laughs> I was like, uh, we were not <laughs> planning on not doing the podcast anymore. And I sat back and I just said, you know, we have, we've had Lindsay on the podcast recently to talk about human design. You guys should go back and listen to that episode too. So good. Um, mm-hmm. And one of the things that we have talked about in private conversations with being a generator is this like, uh, huh, uh, uh, moment as a generator mm-hmm when you get asked this series, if you're struggling to make a decision or to figure out how you feel about something, the best thing that you can do is have someone ask you a series of yes or no questions. And I wasn't very good at this yes or no question thing because I was, no, she wasn't. It was for both of us. (laughs) It was for both of us. But you know, the, the first question I asked was like, what would you be doing with your time that you use for the podcast? If you were doing something else, and she answered and, and, you know, gave some possibilities for that. And I kind of asked, like, well, would you rather be doing that or would you rather be doing this? And we both kind of came to the point where we would rather be working on these other projects or the potential for those other projects um, mm-hmm. than the podcast right now. And I think that was such a real and visceral thing for us to say that neither one of us expected. expected I didn't even I think I was going to bring that up. I wasn't planning on bringing it. I wasn't over here being like, okay, I need to end the podcast and talk to Jen about it. Like that wasn't a a plot twist thing that's happening in the background. (laughs) And I think the hard part for both of us is that the things with the podcast are going really well. Like you're back and it's, I feel like we're in our rhythm again of Mm -hmm. conversation, digging into topics that feel really good to us and to our listeners. Like we're constantly Mm -hmm. getting feedback back in the oh form gosh. of dms which i'm like you guys could you just have done like um public reviews of the podcast rather dude i mean we love the dms too but well last week was <laughs> if you've ever influx. dm'd us go give us yes. a review <laughs> last week was such an influx for me and i was just i was laughing to my husband i'm like this feels like is the universe punishing me because i've decided to move on or is this like a beautiful and it, it was more of a beautiful reminder of why we did the podcast in the first place yeah. because the messages i was receiving were gratitude yeah for the topics that we'd put out there and the personal messaging that we'd put out there and I was like yes that's exactly why we did the podcast yep you know that's exactly why we did it and it's gonna live on that's something I've learned and loved about podcasting is this there guys it's not going like podcast is staying up like you guys can listen to us anytime you want mm-hmm. still yeah so the podcast will still live in infamy if that ever changes we'll let you guys know in some mm-hmm. some way shape or form but 
uh, all that information will still be out there. We, of course, will be referencing it in our other, you know, projects all the time because all the time mm-hmm. there's this massive library out there for all of you to explore. And if you're new to the podcast, hi, we love you. Welcome. Um, I'm there's sorry that you're getting introduced to it in this way. But yeah, we've got 141 <laughs> episodes for you to explore, all of which you know, have the potential to be impactful for you. And that's why we should be busy space in the first place. And so, you know, I think it was not an easy decision to come to. Um, but in some ways it, it was really simple. You know, it was the yeah. simple question of, you know, where do we want to place our energy right now? And so um, let's talk about what's next for both of us. Well, let's talk and about I what's will, next for you because you're a little I was more like, clear I will I start. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So, you know, for those of you who've been following my journey, either, you know, through the social media, email lists, the podcast, et cetera, you know, I've definitely shared that it's been a challenge to have my energy and time divided. And I think a lot of times I get stuck in this space where I'm comparing myself to folks in the game, in the blogging game, whatever, who have... I teams of, you know, three to five or more people that work right. for them. Mm-hmm. And that's just not the case for me. I have one person working for me and, um, mm-hmm. it's very, very part time. And so for me, and that's also very new by the way, like the last right. six to eight months. Mm-hmm. And so I've always placed these kind of massive expectations on myself because I have really big dreams. Like I have, so much that I would like to accomplish and I'm really crystal clear on it and it hasn't changed in the last five to ten years for the most part everything that I've done has been leading up to that point and it just everything is kind of coming to a head for me where I'm realizing potential in a few little pockets that are going to really literally skyrocket my projects that I want to work on in a really big way and I need to focus in those areas if I want those things to grow. And that's truly what I want. So for me, the long-term goal is a restaurant or two or more. And <laughs> I know it's a scary thing to think about. <laughs> and and a beautiful, you know, New York Times bestselling cookbook uh, or multiple, definitely multiple. And so for me, you know... I had a really big realization when I did just even that free digital holiday cookbook, the feedback that I got, I mean, literally brought me to my knees in, like in tears because it finally felt like I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. And, mm-hmm. and that's really where I'm at. So, you know, those long-term goals, the midterm goals, the short-term goals, you know, unfortunately the podcast is beautiful. And again, I mean, I just talked about this a couple of weeks ago on Instagram, I feel like I get to be my full self in this space and that feels Mm -hmm. so good. And everybody deserves a space or all spaces where they feel like they can be their full selves. You know, that's always a struggle. I think for most people, someone, you know, you struggle with that at some point, right? Whether it's like this internal struggle or it's an outward struggle, like people don't let you be your full self. Mm -hmm. For me, it's the latter. It's most people, you know, kind of quote unquote, can't handle when I'm in my full capacity. But all of you as podcast listeners accept that within me, Genevieve, of course, you always have. And Mm -hmm. it has been such a healing thing for me. I think, 
you know, there's so much work that goes into a podcast. There's you guys, there's so much work that goes into so a podcast. Work. <laughs> um, and it's beautiful. It's such a really cool long form medium of information and connection and nothing you'll never be as a business owner more connected to your community than when you have a podcast because mm-hmm. it's like this window into your life and I love listening to podcasts I love it's so epic yeah and you know you guys have probably you know picked up on this with our episodes but you know there's a reason why the intro and us talking and doing updates is freaking 20 minutes of a 45 minute episode because it matters and we like that part of the podcast Mm -hmm. and if you don't it's okay either a maybe we weren't for you and or b you fast forward to when we actually start talking about stuff (laughs) yep you know or the meat of the episode but you know I the connection that's happened is just undeniable and so beautiful and I don't think I would be in this place where I can focus my effort you know, A and B know myself extremely well. A lot of that happened on this podcast and Mm -hmm. that's so cool to be able to say. So for me next is growing the blog, uh, really, really doubling down on building out a huge library of recipes in that space. Um, I'll tell y'all first because I haven't told the world yet and it'll just live in this podcast space on this episode until (laughs) I'm ready to actually tell the rest of the world. But um, (laughs) I have a brunch cookbook coming out this year and it is digital. Mm -hmm. It will be digital again and not to Mm -hmm. downplay. It's still going to be a lot of work, but I'm just not ready to bridge the like uh, publishing world yet. And Mm -hmm. I want to keep some things close to the vest. And so that's something that, you know, maybe I'll self-publish it down the line, but Totally. I will have a brunch book for sale the latter half of this year. And I'm super excited for that's that so because exciting. brunch is my freaking yeah. jam. And that's, you know, the guys, the she's vision. been talking about brunch for years. <laughs> like <laughs> the vision, brunch. the vision for the restaurant truly is a breakfast and lunch spot, i.e. essentially a brunch spot. Yes. Um, you know, I have no interest of serving dinner ever you know, as far as, you know, actual brick and mortar business goes. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, you know, I've got a lot of ideas and, you know, a lot of that probably in in the near future is going to be some local pop-ups. So if you're local to me, please join my newsletter because I'll be sharing in those spaces when I do do in-person pop-ups. Um, and then there's the potential for like developing a supper club too, which I'm really excited Ooh. about. And it, it wouldn't be a supper club. It would be a, like a brunch club, <laughs> but <laughs> that, that same idea. So we'll be exploring some kind of alternative in-person restaurant style things in the next, I would say two years probably. And, and so long-term vision is, you know, is there and I'm dead crystal clear on it and have been for a long time but haven't always been clear on where I should be spending my time and actions and things like that. Yeah. And, and now I am. So that's kind of where I'm at. So for me, this step makes a lot of sense for me, but I would Mm -hmm. like, I want you to take the mic boo and tell us how you're feeling. (laughs) This one was a little tougher for me, but it was when, when you explained when we when we started to have that aha uh-huh, uh-huh energy moment when we were started the conversation and you explained that to me i was like that makes 100% sense like everything you've talked about over the years and we knew the podcast would end someday cuz i mean if you look at 
you opening like a restaurant or even like pop-up spaces the idea of you spending your time podcasting at all during the week sounds asinine like, like well, it just wouldn't be possible it wouldn't yeah it absolutely wouldn't be possible that'd just be too much um you can't split your energy that many ways um and so I always knew like someday and when you're that crystal clear like you are then you have to run with that energy and like go for it and so I'm like I've this was very much a mutual decision because energetically for me I don't know what's next exactly and I think that's the weird part for me is as you guys heard me say earlier (laughs) I'm just in this strange place of like possibilities and I'm I'm not as crystal clear about my future about what I want and what it's going to look like um I can tell you guys like where I'm headed and what feels good right now. I am going to be doing Zumba. I'm still finishing up my certification and it's going to be a while before I'm ready to teach publicly, guys. I'm just putting that out there. Like (laughs) it's not going to be quick. This is not going to be March even maybe like I'll be lucky if I'm ready by April. And um, and I really want to be ready to teach, not just dance in front of a like and dance in front of the video like I want you guys to be able to I want to teach this so anyway so I know that I'm going to be doing that eventually over the next few months and I'm going to be working towards that but the things that I get the most feedback on that's kind of a passion thing passion project you know um but the things that I get the most feedback on and I get the most joy from is teaching I really love teaching I love educating I love uh, I think that's why it's a little hard for me to let go of the podcast because this is my teaching space right now mm-hmm. and I love it so much it's a space of safety for me it's a space of well, there's growth. already so much flow around it too yes mm-hmm. yeah and so it's like with everything else that's going on in my life that you guys are fully up to speed on now it's like it seems weird to also take something else that has been such a place of cushion and safety oh <laughs> I brought up tissues with me for a reason. <laughs> I knew that this was going to be hard to let go of someday, but the last year has just been so weird. Like all these places, I mean, whenever your safety net is gone or moved, I guess you could say, it doesn't feel great. It feels like growth and movement, which is good. And these are not tears of like, total sadness you guys it's total like bittersweet in a way because I'm so grateful for this space I'm so grateful for I could not have imagined podcasting with anybody else like period and I needed somebody in my life that I needed a co-host in my life that let me (laughs) fail a lot (laughs) like you guys oh my gosh so many times I'm like I could have done that so much better and like I needed somebody that gave me room to be my full self but I just didn't I didn't know what that looked like and so it was going to be a lot of exploring and that's what this podcast was for me it was a lot of exploring of like you know what lights me up like what gets me excited and now I know so much more about myself and now I need to put it into action and I'm scared a little bit <laughs> because I don't know what that looks like 
And so ultimately I have so much possibilities in front of me and a lot of that's from you guys. Like honestly, when I when I launched Skin Whisper 101 in December, I was kind of just like, well, people have been asking for something like this for a long time. Let's try it out. Let's see what happens. And to the the response that I got from that just blew my mind. You blew it out of the water. Blew I mean. my mind, you guys. Like you guys, what? <laughs> and it opened up this world of possibilities to me that I wasn't sure was even there. Mm. It was always like, you know, educating and teaching and meaning like having workshops and master classes and having live, but then having some recorded be kind of it kind of formed a little deeper in my brain of like, yeah, like I do want to do this. And so right now my plan is to I am working with a content strategist. Um hi Jana. I know she listens to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um I am working with a content strategist that's helping me kind of like unwind all this stuff in my brain like how do I make sense out of all this education how do I I want this to be able to be downloadable I want to like where is this going to live and that's what I'm doing right now is I'm I'm spending time doing that um and it's just a lot of dreaming and a lot of like brainstorming I'm not as clear on it because I'm still in that stage of like dreaming for someday like what do I what do I want in five years? What do I want my life to look like? Like, what do I, what lights me up? And, you know, it just took me a long time to figure out what really lights me up and doesn't have, like, it's not about anybody else. And I feel like this podcast 100% was that for me. It, it gave me the room to, like, explore some hard truths that are hard to look at, you know? So, ultimately... You guys can expect some like really fun education that I'm very much looking forward to. And it's some some of it's going to be live. Some of it's going to be um, pre-recorded that you can access anytime from my website. So I would love, love, love if listeners from this podcast would stay connected. Like I would love, love, love to still be connected to you guys. I want to lean into social media a little bit more. I don't know how that's going to look right now. I really enjoy reels. I just don't know if that means that's where I'm going to go. But um, I, I want to be able to like email you guys when I have an offering. I want to be able to connect with you guys um, through education that I'm going to be throwing out on um, Instagram. And um, But if I'm honest, I really want to lean into email because then I know I can reach you guys. But Instagram changes so much you know Mm -hmm. I think that's why the other reason why I really love podcasting is y'all y'all know where to expect it it Mm -hmm. comes every week it's it's something you can count on and I really want to be able to do that elsewhere have something for you guys to count on from me and so I gotta explore that I don't know what my end goal looks like. Yeah. I don't want to own a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to come eat at my restaurant and bring your friends. Yes. I, yes, I will. I will say this too. You know, one of the things that we left that conversation with was like, this is not the end for us as far no. as, well, I mean, obviously like friendship, try to fuck with yeah. that. You're going to die. Yeah, you're um, <laughs> but um, we, 
you know, we are definitely going to keep checking in with you guys and uh, we'll likely do some Instagram lives kind of on a regular basis together. Almost like we're, yeah. And almost like we're podcasting, but just, you know, we're not regularly podcasting anymore. So um, Mm -hmm. be on the lookout for that. And, you know, we'll try to let you guys know with a little bit of um, notice ahead of time and maybe on the podcast Instagram, we can share something there too. Cause that'll just like live um yeah and be be there uh just won't regu- just be, be posting or anything over there um but the best way to connect with both of us moving forward if you would like to is to hop on our email lists we'll of course link those in the show notes you know follow on instagram follow on this is really weird to say tiktok <laughs> um because you know we'll be occupying some space in those those places as well and but email is the best way to stay connected and just let let you know be let in on what's next for each of us yeah and you know for me that's just going to be a whole heck of a lot of recipes over the next year so if you want some good gluten-free always gluten-free with the exception of sourdough here and there um which is (laughs) gluten light as we say (laughs) um and jen you know she's got it's really funny, you know, as your, as your friend and your colleague, I know you're in this space of kind of wondering what's next and knowing that education is this pocket that you really need to be taking up in a big way. But, you know, I see, I see so much possibility and I'm like, what do you mean you don't know what you're doing? I hear, here's a list of 10 things I know you could do right now. (laughs) I don't know you guys. I'm, I know this is part of the reason why I need to like verbally process. Totally. I do. Yeah. Like I process so much better verbally, especially with somebody that sees things clearly and sees me clearly. Oh, that's such a gift. And I mean, for both of us. So we just Mm -hmm. want you guys to know there's no hard feelings. We're all, (laughs) we we love each other so much. And you know, one of the things we left that conversation with was, you know, that we'll never be upset if the other one decides to do a podcast with someone else or by themselves or Mm -hmm. what have you. But you know, this beautiful community of rebel heart radio that we built here, you know, there's, there's a time for, there's a season for everything and it's time to say a sad goodbye and um and say a happy hello in other ways so um it's really hard we we love you guys so much and god jen i love you so much this has been the ride of a lifetime and i cannot tell you i knew when we met that our relationship was going to be so deep and so real and Mm -hmm. beautiful and I have never felt that with another human besides my husband. <laughs> and, you know, we uh, hesitated to call ourselves besties or best friends for oh my gosh. a solid, solid three, two years. Yeah, two and yeah, a half, two three and years. years. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're just like, accept the fate. It's the fate of things. It's fine. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, but it's really, you know, I just going back to what we've talked about prior, like it's it's so hard to find friends who accept you, but also challenge you to be better, mm-hmm. who see you fully and who give you the benefit of the doubt a hundred percent of the time. Such and <laughs> in adulthood, it's so yeah. hard in mm-hmm. adulthood to make those friends that you can reach that depth with at such a quick rate. And, you know, when we originally started this podcast, it was such a, like, we were just talking about this, right? It was a hell yes for both of us. 
I didn't have yeah. to think about it for a second after you were like, you I was know, so the nervous. story like, is Jen's like, I'm going to start a podcast. And I was like, oh my God, are you going to do it by yourself? Who's your co-host going to be? And she was like, you. And I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, please say yes. Oh my gosh. And it was so unexpected. And yeah, it's something it was we, a hell yes. Mm-hmm, and it's something I had wanted for many years. And Jen had just kind of come to a space where she was like, I want to do a podcast. And I think it's really interesting to think of these things like a project. You know, a project has a yeah. beginning and an end. Mm-hmm. and um this is a beautiful one for us you know we're hammering out hormonal acne and estrogen dominance the last few weeks and mm-hmm. it's such an odd thing to come to the end of the podcast with those episodes being the last ones but it's such a testament to the the breadth and depth that we were able to cover with you know addressing the outside and the inside and the inside obviously mm-hmm. in the areas of like personal development and of health um so connected so connected it's all connected Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. and with that we love you guys and we so appreciate all of your support over the years and we can't wait to see what's next i can't wait to see what's next i know i I oscillate wildly between great gratitude and sadness and excitement and (laughs) i'm just so glad you guys were on this ride with us Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I feel like we are on this, um, we're in this place of like not wanting to say goodbye. <laughs> Do you feel like the, the you hang up? No, you hang up. You hang up. <laughs> yes, I love you more. Exactly. No. No. I love uh-uh. you more. But we're going to do it. I love you. We're going to hang up. So oh um, over and out, friends. We love you. Thanks for joining us today on this episode of Rebel Heart Radio. You can visit our website to submit a question at www.rebelheartradio.com. Or you can hop on our Instagram. You can ask us anything. We love to get to know you guys. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a review on iTunes. And we'll catch you guys on the next episode.